about your immediate family prior to pregnancy loss? I had two boys, uh, Thatcher and Taggart, and my husband and I had decided that fall that we were going to start trying for another. So we had started, and it took a few months, and so in January 2018, we found out we were having another baby. So we told we told the boys, we told our family and um, close friends, and it was a pretty easy pregnancy. It was just didn't what I normally do. I was working out, eating healthy, and just um, enjoying, you know, that this was going to be our last. And then in April, I went to my 16-week checkup, and I thought it was going to be a quick just check on the baby. And it turned out that they couldn't find a heartbeat with the Doppler. And so they... We waited for the doctor to come in with the ultrasound machine, and I wasn't too nervous because I had had that happen before um, at an earlier time, and so I just thought it was the same type of situation. So I remember her um, using the Doppler and finding the baby. Just she just stopped at this, hovered on this bottom left section, and she told me that there was no heartbeat. I remember screaming and I remember started crying and it was supposed to be a quick checkup and I was thinking I need to go get my boys because I had to pick them up from school. So I called my husband, he didn't answer. I called my mom, she didn't answer. I got to my mother-in-law and I remember telling her and I remember her screaming and just asking me like, what do you mean? And I just kept saying, there's no heartbeat, there's no heartbeat and I need you to go get the boys. And so she left and went to get the boys. I finally got a hold of my husband who met me at the doctor's office and they gave me two options. Basically, I could deliver the baby in the hospital and I'd be there for a couple days. There was some complication risk that she was concerned about. The other option was a nanny. Um, it was a Friday appointment, so I wouldn't be able to start the procedure until the Monday. So I remember not wanting to be away from my boys for that long. And so I said that I would come back and uh, meet with the doctor on Monday. And I remember going home and I tried to just be normal. That was kind of my go-to. And so I remember going to my nephew's first communion and I still have the dress in the closet. Like it's one of those memories where um, I distinctly remember trying to find the most loose-fitting dress because I kept thinking, is this weird? I'm carrying the baby, but the baby's not with us anymore. So am I pregnant or am I not pregnant? I feel pregnant. I look pregnant, but it was a very hard weekend of judging if it was, if I was still pregnant. And so I went to the doctor on Monday and they uh, started the, to dilate my cervix. So that was, um, that took a couple days. And then uh, I did, went and they told me to take this Valium. I remember taking the first one, I could barely walk. And then they asked me to take a second one. So I don't remember anything um, about the procedure. I just remember uh, my mom had given me some music to listen to. And so I had my earbuds in and I remember getting the procedure done. And they just kind of released me to my husband and we stopped in the stairwell and just broke down both of us were just completely distraught and i remember feeling like okay now that the baby is out of my body i just want to be back to normal that's how i'm going to get through this if i get to the point where i feel comfortable sharing my story then i'll start to feel myself again so 
I just started making phone calls and telling everybody that we had told that there was no baby heartbeat and that we weren't having another baby. And I remember doing that repeatedly. And my goal was if I could do it with people that I'd already known and know me and I could just cry with them, then I would be strong enough to just get through it and just move on. And so a month into my, a month after, I remember being in May and I just felt numb. I wasn't happy. I wasn't sad. I would have these moments of panic attacks where I couldn't breathe because something would trigger it. Um, I lost a lot of friends during this time because they didn't know what to do. And nobody I had ever been around had experienced any kind of miscarriage. And so I really felt uncomfortable in a lot of situations because all I wanted to talk about was the fact that I felt terrible and that I lost a baby and I felt like everybody else was trying to um, talk about the weather or just avoid the elephant in the room, which was I lost a baby. So fast forward a month, I find out that I'm pregnant again. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, that was one baby and now we're on and this is it. Well, this will be our last baby. And so after I went to my first doctor appointment and there was a heartbeat, but the baby was measuring smaller and there was bleeding in my uterus. And so they said that it's a threatened miscarriage. So just lay low and keep calm. So I did that for about a week and a half and I was bleeding the whole time. And I just remember my voice had already seen me at my worst with baby three and just crying and just being so upset. I remember laying on the sofa and thinking I'm doing everything I can to keep this baby alive. Whereas with baby three, I, I had no idea. It was just the baby he passed without me even knowing. And so I felt like I was working so hard just to make sure that I could keep this one. Um, we didn't tell our boys during this time because we had just lost, um, it was a boy, so they lost their brother. And I remember feeling, it was a Tuesday, it was three months exactly, so April 24th and then July 24th, I started to feel like I was going into labor. And the bleeding hadn't stopped, so I asked my husband to take me to the emergency room. And I remember going there and telling them, and they asked me to go and give a urine sample. So I went, and the baby just slipped out. And I remember holding, because it kind of got stuck. I remember like I had to help the baby be born, and I remember holding it. It was just around the size of my palm, just so tiny. And I didn't know what to do because I was in the bathroom and the nurse was in another room. And so I just remember finishing up and I just brought the baby with me to the room and they put him in this little tiny cup container. And then they did all the other work with ultrasounds to make sure everything had passed, which it did. And that was it. They sent me home. So then it was, okay, my doctor said that, you know, they would normally wait till three, but because the first one was a second trimester loss, they were going to just go ahead and do a bunch of tests. So then I started seeing a bunch of doctors and running all the tests. Um, I had hysteroscope um, where they went in and made sure that everything with my uterus was met, um, shaped okay. 
and they just labeled me with secondary infertility. I didn't know that was such a thing. I had two healthy boys. I didn't have, you know, I had some issues with drug pregnancy with them, but I didn't have anything like this. And I didn't know that this was possible. And so I had to start grieving the loss of not having more kids and that I would just have my two boys. And so we went back and forth on if we wanted to try IVF, which was the best chance of having another, um, according to the doctor, and that there was nothing wrong, but just that I had a low egg count. And so the chances of me having another on my own were really low. So we just kept going, uh, and we kind of did a pros and cons of what to do. And during that time and process, we ended up finding out about six months after that, that we were expecting another one. And I was on high alert the whole pregnancy uh, with my doctors and everything monitored like crazy and everything turned out okay. There's really no reason um, they could give me why we lost the other two. Um, the only thing that I could say during that time was that I knew I wasn't okay back in May when I wasn't feeling anything. And so I really thought that I needed to start seeing a therapist to be able to talk about it because I didn't have anyone to talk to besides my husband. And so I started to see a therapist, which really helped and it really gave me a sense that I, my feelings were valid and that they were to accept them and she helped me work on coping mechanisms because I was having panic attacks. And I remember knowing that I needed to find some kind of group that understood what I went through because I didn't have that. And so by chance, I just happened upon to a support group. And I remember hearing other people's story and relating so much to them and then sharing my story. And it was just this sense of, I was heard and they weren't judging me and that I hadn't moved on um, or that I shouldn't grieve a baby that wouldn't have been able to survive on its own. And it was just a, it was a great place to feel grounded. And I think without those two things, I would, it would have been a lot harder process to go through. So, um, do you have any comfort items or anything like that to help you get through? I never did the comfort items per se. I did, uh, some people sent flowers, um, for event gifts, uh, with baby food. Uh, not many people know about baby food, to be honest. And they sent flowers and I took those flowers and I pressed them and I turned it into a artwork. Um, so I have that with baby food, uh, ultrasound. And then uh, with baby four, I added to it because my husband bought me flowers. So I added to that one and did the same thing with the ultrasound. And after that, whenever we had our rainbow baby, we I made a, a, a picture with his heartbeat. Uh, I think something for his. And if there was one piece of advice you would like to share with someone um, who just experienced a pregnancy loss, what would it be? Your feelings matter and they're valid, and that there's no timeline to feeling. Um, I remember comparing it to a box where you're 
the ball inside the box is just so big right now and so it hits the sides of the box and you feel triggered all the time and with time you're able to work to shrink that ball so then you don't get so many triggers so now there are moments that I still get triggered but they don't come as frequently um, but I still have the same feelings and those feelings do matter.